Hi, welcome back to On The Daily. In today's episode, we are moving on to part five of the rewiring series. This part is called the, we're going to deal with the I'm not worthy and I'm not enough beliefs. So if you have not listened to parts one through four of this series, I highly suggest going back and listening to those first, as this is all part of a continual series where I am teaching you how to reframe some of those limiting beliefs um, that have been created by your subconscious mind over the years. So this is part five. And in this episode, I'm going to be discussing the two most common limiting beliefs that we stack upon throughout our life. And these two beliefs are, I am not worthy and I am not enough. So get ready because this is a good one. Hey friend. Welcome to On The Daily. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary, and I am a quantum business coach. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a multi six-figure entrepreneur, co-founder and president of HypeU Media and CEO of Danielle On The Daily Coaching. What I'm really interested in is helping you live a life and have a business that is a full body yes. So through all of my education and all of my experience, I'm bringing you two episodes a week where I will guide you and give you the tools necessary to scale a massive, sustainable, and sexy business using your intuition, wealth energetics, and human design. What we can call it is business biohacking. So if you're down for that, then I say let's frickin' go. I'm so glad you're here. Just know that a lot of what I'm talking about in these episodes is all part of a bigger conversation. And If you find yourself having more questions when these episodes are done, then that's probably a pretty good sign that you're ready for a bigger container. You're ready for something that's actually going to help you work through some of these things. And um, I have a couple different spaces for that. I have a program called The Reckoning, which is dealing with personal power, which is dealing with, you know, really coming home to yourself, standing in that personal power that you have healing some of these wounds, these generational patterns that we have that hold us back, these limiting beliefs that hold us back. Um, I really go so much farther into detail in that program. And that program is available for enrollment now. So if that's something that you are interested in, make sure you click the link in our show notes to uh, learn more and to purchase that program. It is a fully self-led program. So you can take it at your own pace and you will have lifetime access. You're going to be able to go back and rewatch it as many times as you want. Um, And then I also have my scale to six mastermind, which if you're an entrepreneur and you're scaling to that six figures a year, six figures a month, whatever it is that you're scaling to that six figure milestone that you're scaling to this mastermind is kind of this all encompassing space where you of course get business strategy and, you know, actual funnels and automation information. And like you get actual training on how to build a business from a strategic perspective. But what you're really going to get is a lot of what we're talking about in this series. You're going to get all of the discussion around what is holding you back, accessing a deeper part of yourself And you're also going to get to work with a whole bunch of other people doing the exact same thing. And that's the beauty of a mastermind space is that it's not just you. Sometimes you're the teacher, sometimes you're the student. And when you enter this space, you're all, you're instantly put into this vortex of people that are all just growing. And so a quantum leap is definitely the reality. And you just move so much faster because you're not waiting and trying to go at it alone. So 
if you are in that space of being an entrepreneur and that's something that you want, I highly suggest that you apply using the link in our show notes and my team will be in touch with next steps. But I'm currently enrolling for September. So you have a couple weeks and um, you could start with us in September. I have a standard option and a VIP option, which would also come with uh, private calls as well. So if you're interested in either one of those programs, just head to our show notes and um, we will be in touch. Okay. So I really believe that most of our limiting beliefs that we have as adults, right? And these beliefs can be, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't know enough. I don't believe that money is, you know, grows on trees or, you know, in order to be successful, you got to grind yourself into the ground or money is evil and people who have a lot of money are evil or, you know, the belief that you can't be collaborative because if you collaborate, people are going to steal your work or this idea that you can't trust people because people screw you over or that your feelings aren't safe. Whatever these beliefs are as adults, I really believe that they all stack upon each other and come from two beliefs that are probably implemented at a very young age. And those two beliefs are, I am not worthy and I am not enough. I think all other limiting beliefs really go back down to those two. And in this episode, I really want to talk about where that probably comes from. So to start, I want you to think about this. Your body holds up to 13 generations of trauma in your DNA. So you think generationally what was happening in your family up to 13 generations ago. Okay. So let's say for example, that you are of Jewish descent, right? And you always find yourself not feeling confident in being who you are, or you're constantly feeling like you're stuck, or you're constantly finding yourself in this self-sabotaging space. And that's a pattern that you're stuck in, in this loop that you're caught in. I want you to think about generationally what was happening up to 13 generations ago in your lineage, right? We're talking death. We're talking poverty. We're talking literal murder if you tell people who you are. And so if you have that in your bloodline, in your lineage, and you've never done the work to heal that, that's going to carry on in your DNA. So you could be affected by trauma that was caused 10 generations ago, right? Um, which is why it's so important to really, really get to the root of where these beliefs come from. You know, and this exists, this is obviously not just for my friends in the Jewish community. This is, you know, in the black community, this is anyone who lives in America, right? You came over here at one point, there was death, there was poverty, there was trauma, there was tragedy, right? Um, it, anywhere in the world, at some point this existed. And if you don't do the work to heal it, you're going to carry on trauma from past generations that truly has nothing to do with you today. And I think that's why we see so many things in today's world that's like, oh, we need to be you know, we need to repay traumas of the past. We need to repay things of the past. And it's like, well, yeah, because we've never healed it. So we just constantly feel like there's something wrong with us or that we're owed something. And all we have to do is heal that belief. All we got to do is, is release it from our DNA so that we heal it for ourselves. We heal it for our past. We heal it for our future and our kids and their families. So trauma can be caused from childhood, obviously from the past. So it could be a younger version of you when you were a child could be your trauma caused from your actual birth, like how you came into this world. Trauma can also be caused generationally, like I said, and trauma can be caused from a past life. And if you don't believe in past lives, that's fine. Just let that go in one ear and out the other. Focus on the childhood and the generational stuff. But I believe that we 
do come back and past lives are a thing. And so you think about if you are into past life stuff, you think about like how you would have died in a, in a prior life. I think this is why, like, if you're really afraid of flying in this life, but you've never had any issues on a plane in this life, then maybe that trauma was caused from a past life. Maybe it was like how you died in a past life or trauma that you endured in a past life that's causing, you know, trauma in this life. Well, luckily past life trauma is the easiest to release because you're literally like, this doesn't even have anything to do with my life now. I think the hardest trauma to release is childhood trauma, generational trauma. You know, if it's something that your mother and your grandma and your great grandma and your great great grandma passed down, this idea maybe that you have guilt for wanting your own business because every woman in your family is just the homemaker and, you know, you, they cook, they clean, they make the food, they take care of the kids. And you're like the first woman in your family that wants to have a business or wants to become successful on her own, separate from your partner. That could be generational and the guilt you're feeling or the the fear that you feel or the scarcity that you feel around building something could actually just be a generational pattern which again if you really get honest with yourself and you're like wow I'm carrying trauma from like my great 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 grandma that has just never been healed well then that's probably going to be really easy to release so then we have like childhood right so this could be but, but okay. So, but I think that what the, the kicker here is that most of these beliefs all start with, I am not worthy. I am not enough. And like, let's say you do have generational trauma of like not feeling like you can start a business because your role is the, the matriarch, the homemaker, the cook, the cleaner, you know, the, the chef, the, the housekeeper, the, the one who raises the babies and you're feeling a lot of guilt around starting your own business. Well, I'm not, worthy enough to start my own business because all I'm meant to be is the homemaker, right? But that's not necessarily where that started, right? That may not be where that belief started. It could have come from something else. So a good example of this, I'm kind of going to walk you through a potential timeline, a hypothetical timeline of how you could come up with some of these beliefs in your head as an adult. So let's say when you were a kid, your parents got divorced, Okay. And I was two and a half when my parents got divorced. So I'll use, I'll use my timeline as the example here. So let's say you're two and a half when your parents get divorced and your dad moves out or your mom moves out. For me, it was my mom moved out and my parents were no longer together. To a two-year-old mind, which again, remember your subconscious mind is formed from zero to seven. Your ego is formed from zero to seven. So as a two and a half year old, the first belief of I'm not enough came from my parents' divorce, which really had nothing to do with me, right? Like it was all them, but as like, I don't know that. And so in my mind, oh, my parents aren't staying together. Two-year-old brain believes, well, I must not be enough, but you're not really thinking about it at two and a half. Like you're not conceptualizing that. That's just like, oh, well, you're not enough. So obviously they're going to get divorced. You don't really think about it. But then flash forward, I'm in kindergarten and now someone doesn't want to share with me. I want to share with them. They don't want to share with me. And what happens is my brain is going to remember that I'm not enough and it's going to go, it's going to reaffirm that belief. Only it's going to come out as, well, I must not be nice enough or I must have done something wrong. So that person doesn't want to share with me. So now like I have to be more accessible and I have to just be everything for everyone. So this is where this pattern starts of like, I need, if she doesn't want to share with me, then it must be something I did wrong. So now I need to change something about myself, right? Flash forward to 
eighth grade, sixth grade, whatever it was, when I had a crush on Brandon Canterbury and he didn't have a crush on me back. Well, now it's coming off as like, well, I must not be pretty enough or I must not be cool enough. So what am I going to do? I'm going to change things about myself to make myself more attractive. I'm going to bend my boundaries. I'm going to step, I'm going to try to hang out with different people. I'm going to make different choices so that I can be prettier so that the person I like, like I can be more accessible to the person that I like. Right. But that belief was just really reaffirming. See, you're not enough. So make yourself better but it's stacking. Right. And then as an adult, now I'm this person that says yes to everything. I never stop. My productivity is tied to my worth, how much I can do, how much I can say yes, how much I can do for others. It's all tied to my productivity and my self-worth. And in, or I believe that in order to be successful, I have to be accessible and available 24 seven. Now, where did that belief start? It literally started when I was two years old and my parents got divorced, but like, it just stacked on top of each other and then manifested as I'm not pretty enough or I'm not, I did something wrong or I'm not nice enough or I'm not cool enough or I'm not smart enough, like whatever it was. Right. Um, or the only way I could get when I was in high school, the only way that I ever got felt like I got praise is when I was doing the most. So like, Oh, okay. I must have to be able to do this all the time in order to be loved. Otherwise I'm not enough. Right. But all of these beliefs just stacked upon the two. I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. And another way to think about this is when you're 16 years old and you get your driver's license, someone cuts you off for the very first time. You're not really going to think about it. You're just going to be like, wow, okay, that, that was rude. Somebody cut me off. The next time it happens, you're like, gosh, like, why does this person, why did I get cut off again? Make, then it happens five more times, 10 more times. By the 20th time you get cut off on the freeway, you're like, fuck you, asshole. And you've now made a story about it. Now they cut you off because it had something to do with you. You did something wrong and then they cut you off. When really, if you really look at it, nothing changed. The action didn't change. It's just that every time it happened, it reaffirmed, your brain reaffirmed, see, you're not enough. See, you're not worthy. See, something's wrong with you. So it creates this story inside of your brain. But ultimately, nothing changed about the action, right? So growing up, all of these actions were different and like none of them were the same and they weren't connected, but my brain has now strung it together as one big thing. And ultimately it all stemmed back to when I was little and my parents got divorced and I was feeling like I was not enough, but like, does that need to drive the car as a 35 year old? No, of course it doesn't. So that's how I was kind of able to eliminate that belief was really getting to the bottom of it. And so I think meditation is really good for this. I do have a meditation that's available in some of my programs. Um, again, like if you're in my mastermind, you have access to all of my meditations as well. One of those meditations is called, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. It's like a time techniques meditation that I learned from a coach back in the day that I've now created for my clients. And it's a really good way to kind of eliminate that belief for yourself. And then my four-step process that I use to eliminate belief, eliminating beliefs is a really, really, really good way to kind of get over these things. And that's what we're going to really introduce in the next episode in uh, part six of this series are the first two steps of that limiting belief blaster process that I have. So kind of start to think about these limiting beliefs, these patterns, these these things that you're just stuck in, this story that you're stuck in. Where did that start? 
that's really what I want you to start to figure out is like, where did that start? Where did that belief come from? Because if you can figure out where the belief came from, well, now you actually have everything you need to reframe it and create something new out of it, which is what we call in this day of, we call them affirmations. But affirmations, I don't think mean shit (laughs) unless they come from an actual limiting belief. And so really getting to the bottom of these limiting beliefs and where they started is the first step to really being able to eliminate them. So when did you first start to believe that you were not worthy and you were not enough? Go back to those moments, either through my meditations, if you're already a client or through, you know, you can, you can look up meditations elsewhere. Um, or just do some journaling. But I will see you back in part six, which is steps one and two of the limiting belief blaster process. Bye.